This episode on the Mesh.TV is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Episode 10, Volume 8 of a creepy, crawly, spooky, hickory Halloween edition of the Fantasy Formula. Hank, I'm back. <laughs> Thank God. Feeling like a million dollars today, Hank. Do you? You look, look like crap. Yes, I feel like crap. But anyway, it's Halloween evening here at the... Where are we? <laughs> We're in a spooky... We're in a spooky studio right now, and it is Halloween. It is Halloween. And a lot of fun stuff happens in Hickory on Halloween night. I love Halloween. It's Jennifer's favorite ho- holiday. We've talked about this before. Yeah. It ranks on my holiday schedule. I've got Thanksgiving 1, going Christmas 2. We're going to go Easter 3, President's Day 4. Halloween is like a cool ninth. I thought Flag Day was going to be Flag Day might be 7th. I don't know, but Halloween... I just had some really bad experiences when I was a little okay, kid, okay. so they've they're they're still with me. But tell me why you love Halloween, so? Oh, I I think it's great because you you get the opportunity to be creative, yes, yes. And, and, and you know express yourself. When you see these kids come to the door tonight, right, or you're out and about and you're walking, you're gonna have ghouls and you're gonna have Goblins. witches and you're gonna have that, but you're also gonna see some creative costumes, and that's where you're like. That kid's got a screw loose, and I dig it, <laughs> right? Yes. What's your name so I can make sure 10 years from now you're not living in my neighborhood because you're going to egg my house? That kind of dude? That kind of yes, dude. But, you dude. know, you you get some of these kids that have some weird ideas, and I I like to see that. Yeah. I like to see that. Let's not be ordinary. Let's let's be a little different. I dig. I dig. And so what is your son going to go as this evening? Well, you know, my son um, has an interesting um, sense of humor, and he is going as a bottle of sriracha sauce. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Is yes. he a sriracha fan? He likes sriracha okay. sauce. And Good. the reason that we, we actually were this we, – he was this last year. Okay. Back to back. We're, we're talking about creativity, back. though. We're, Come we're, on, right? Yeah. You, listen. Listen. Just listen. Okay. The reason that he enjoyed wearing this outfit, and it's a knees to over the head yes. bottle with the spout on top. Okay, so we've done everything. We've done masks. We've done everything. Werewolves, everything. The thing that he really liked about this is that it gives him liberty to full out sprint. Okay? He has nothing in front of his face to obscure his vision. So he's like more candy, more time. Oh, wow. I can move. I, see. I can see what I'm doing. This is more about efficiency to candy. Is that what we're talking about? Hey, I've got to wear something. Yes. Might as well be the sriracha, which he loves, which I found him wearing over the past <laughs> week just around the house. Which is, <laughs> you and- come home from work and he's sitting in a chair reading a book with the sriracha outfit 
Oh, he, I love this dude. Yeah, he was this trying awesome. to get. They did it. So I, you know, that brings up other questions. But I gotta tell you, I dig it. Like, yeah. let's get efficient with it because you know, you put on a mask, you clip your toe on a curb, you go down. <laughs> you know, sure. you don't have your wits about you. Sure. You're gonna end up, yeah. getting hurt. Yeah. Which takes you off the street, so no more candy. Right. So that, and that's the worst thing that could happen to a little boy or girl on Halloween, right? For sure, no for sure. Candy. So you know, we've got that going on. We've got to actually expand our territory tonight because we used to use – we have a figure eight in our neighborhood that we mm-hmm. used to go on. Well, little boys are getting a little bit quicker, and they do it in about 12 minutes. Right. So we're going to have to branch out and get out to these other neighborhoods sure. to – Whittle away some of that time. Be careful when you go into somebody else's hood during Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You So, hey, you watch your back. Don't you worry Don't about that. Don't come in my hood. Please. We got the good candy. Don't come in my hood. I know you do. That's that's <laughs> what I'm talking about is you don't know nothing about our hood. Yeah, yeah what, You guys what, what got like, like king-size bars yeah, and stuff over there. razor blades and apples and stuff, don't <laughs> Yeah. You? Oh, oh don't crazy. give an apple in my neighborhood. It's crazy over there, boy. It's crazy. <laughs> well, my kiddos, Lucy Rose is, oh, she's very cute. She's dressed. She likes the movie Grease. Listen to this girl. You know what her favorite movie is? Jaws. I love Jaws. You know what her third favorite movie is? Grease. 1970s movies. That's what she did. Good digs. for her. So she's dressing up like a pink lady. Her mama. She got a crew? She, well, she and her mama, and then I'm dressing up like a T-bird. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. John Travolta. Spit curl. Yeah, exactly. Cigarettes rolled up in my sleeve. So anyway, that'll be fun. We're probably going to hit the town 6 o'clock p.m. It's when we... Make our debut into yeah. the neighborhood. A little light, a little dusky. Little, yeah, a little dusky. Get some of the neighbors knocked out real quick with the trick-or-treat candy, and then we move into the big realm of 6th Street. Yeah, it's tough and out it's there. And it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So <clears throat> that's that's the plan tonight. But, Hank, where we last left the fantasy formula fanatics was I was traveling to preparing the middle of our, to travel. To preparing to travel to the mid, mid-United States. It's called the Midwest. <laughs> the, 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 the middle of our country where middle we America, now live. Middle of America. Okay, That's I'm what sorry. I was trying to say middle of America. I'm sorry for all our listeners. My, yeah, my, I'm slow today. I mean, everything is just very slow. Let's pick this apart. Okay. Friday morning yeah. was the day that you were going to go to the airport and leave, and you're arriving yes. a, around 11, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So let's start from there. Do we so, have a beer or Bloody Mary at the airport? We don't. Good for Fra- you. Are you proud of that? That is restrained. Yes, absolutely. Because I was like, you know, Pana, the, the dude I was flying with, it's getting ready to get on nuts. So let's be cool. Let's hydrate. Let's eat a muffin. You know, maybe a banana. I don't eat. And that, so that was huge for me. Yeah, really. So I will tell you a really terrible thing about that happened in the airport, though. I don't know if that – anyway, I respect the T. Yes, eh? Is that what they're? Yes. Yes. They're making sure we're safe. And I they're from Middle it. America. Yes, from Middle America. <laughs> I protect. I, I appreciate that they're trying to protect us. So what? What happens is, I'm kind. I don't know. I was. I haven't flown in a while. I was flustered. They're making me take my shoes off. I had this big belt on. Of so course. I'm kind of like stripping. You know. I'm, I'm. And then the lady says, "Do you have any electronics in your bag?" So we're carrying on. I was like, "No, ma'am." And she was like, "Are you sure?" I was uh, like, "No, ma'am." Well, I brought that big-ass Bose speaker, which I didn't really consider electronics, but I guess they do. So it goes through, and the guy that's checking the suitcases and yep. stuff, he says, all right, all right, we've got electronics in the bag. And I'm like, God, I ain't said so my other dude who's with me, he's already gone through the line. Right. So they put it aside, 
and then they say remove it. So they're removing it. Then my deodorant is in there, and it's bigger than the deodorant they allowed. So they're discarding. Now they're going through my bags, and we're discarding all kinds of oh, things. Oh, yeah. Hair and, gel. And, oh, God. There's my cologne, only 180 bucks, but now let's throw it right <laughs> in the trash. It's, so this is how it starts. Well, anyway, we get through this. And he said, sit to the side for a little bit. Here's your shoes. Put your stuff on. But we're going to go through your bag thoroughly. The guy in front of me, so my bag's next in line. We've been in line for 20 minutes, right? Our, we're, we're, our flight leaves in 40. Been in line for 20 minutes. It's my fault. I should have pulled the damn Bose speaker out and we're golden. The guy in front of me has decided he is from a different country, and he's decided to pack all his suitcases full of, like, little bitty things of Tic Tacs and candies and vitamins and waters and get it's like four bags of food perishable items oh they have to go they take these little swabs and they have to every m&m package they swipe it oh the swab. 30 minutes goes goes by hey, can I, and my buddy abel's he's like dude we gotta go yeah and i'm like my bag's next in line i said sir we're gonna miss our flight and he's like we've got to be per he, young man one mistake one mistake and i understand he's right one mistake but so 30 minutes in line, finally, this kind lady that was also working there was like, let me look at your bag real quick. Boom, boom, boom. Ten seconds, and we're gone. But that's how the trip started. So Ugh. I'm sweating a little bit. Like, did I leave something in my bag that I should not have yeah. left from the la- from a long time ago? Yeah. You know, those things start crawling through your mind. Sure. Whew. Yeah. What a way to start wow. a trip. Here we go. Here we go. So now we're off to the plane. We get on the plane. No cocktails, nothing. The cat's beside me. There are a lot of Wolfpack people on the plane. So it's 930. People are getting after it early, early, right. but we were not one. So we get off, catch an Uber, get to the hotel called the Kinsey Hotel, right in the middle of Chicago. Beautiful. It's kind of boutique so it's not one of these big ones. It's right. kind of very small and a perfect little spot, literally within four minutes of us arriving, we dropped off our stuff. Some of our friends from college said, are you here? We said, yes. They said, we'll be there in five minutes. Come down to the lobby. Drop off the stuff straight to the lobby. Pick us up in a cab. Boom. We're oh. gone. We're gone. Went to six different restaurants slash bars. I saw this thing called The Bean. It's world famous in Chicago. It's this big, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? The chrome. Yeah, chrome looking yeah. thing. Took her picture in front of that. Met some dude that owns this bar called Tavern. At the park, that's an awesome place that his sister went to school with us. She told him that we were going to be there. He said, whatever y'all eating and drinking, come on. Let me give you a tour of this three-story restaurant right on the park. He said, y'all like whiskey? We said, yes. He said, rounds of whiskey. I mean, it was – this is an incredible start. To that the, is. You know what I'm saying? That boom, is. Boom, boom, boom. So now it's five, and we've been there for three hours. Yeah. Now it's time for us to kind of – we just keep moving along. So the night goes. We dance a little bit. Karaoke to Tad. Eight. Did mostly drinking, but we set that over under on me going to bed at 12. Was it 12 no, or 2? No, you said you'd be in bed by 12. You yes. said the over. I said the over. Un, I said you wouldn't be in bed by 2, and you yes. said you'd take the over. Yeah, well, we went to bed at 3. Okay, so we the over hit. Three, the over hit. Yes, it did. We're and gambling then, men. <laughs> we're gambling, yes, and the alarm clock. Because we've got to catch the bus, and it's not picking us up at our hotel. It's picking us up at another hotel. Is at eight, so we got up at five thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, five forty-five, so everybody could shower in our hotel room. We could gather all our stuff, and then eight o'clock, dude. We're on the bus to South Bend. Ay, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Start snowing on us a little bit on the way. 
It's about 33 degrees. I don't like cold weather. But I've got a big jacket, and I've got a toboggan, and we have a bunch of liquor. So let's go. Sounds like exactly. A, We're prepared. Sounds like We're a ready. Perfect yeah. uh, first aid kit. Absolutely. So we get to South Bend, and everything that you can imagine, everything you've seen on television, everything that people talk about, touchdown Jesus, yep. and, and the field, and it's exactly how you would picture it. The grass is so green, so beautiful. The touchdown Jesus is just staring at you when you're walking around. You're literally in a neighborhood, and then the stadium's there. Like, we're cruising around in this big bus in a neighborhood, like like you and I would live in. Right. And then you turn a corner, and there's the stadium right there. Bizarre. That's awesome. But we get there. We're tailgating. Coolest tailgate ever. So you got televisions. You got a DJ. You got three open bars. You got hamburgers and brats and all this stuff going on. A lot of Wolfpack people there. But we want to leave the tailgate early enough to make sure we see all this stuff. But I think we overshot the game that starts at three 30. Well, this one dude we were at, we're with, we're with said it's 12. Let's go on and start walking to the stadium. That's wow. three and a half yeah, hours that's, that's prior to early. game time. So we go do and see all the stuff. And now we look at our clock or watch. It's, it's still one thirty. We still have two hours to game time. This fine young lady said that she was directing traffic. She said, if you've never been to this sport, this first time here, there's a Irish pub that you must go to before the ball game. She said, there might not be any seats, but maybe you'll get lucky. Are you feeling lucky? And we said, yes, we're feeling lucky. So we start the trek. It's about a half a mile down the road. We get there, three bar stools sitting outside overlooking the campus. Oh, beautiful. Come on, right? Come on. So Guinnesses start flowing. Guinnesses, just keep the Guinnesses coming mixed with a fireball in between Guinnesses. So now we're there for from 1.30-ish to game time starts at 3.30. So at 3.15, it's time. And we start the trek back to the stadium. Get to the stadium, flawless tickets, perfect. They keep going. We, we walk in, oh, you know, it's just heaven on earth. Right. Past the uh, the guy, the, the usher, here's our ticket. I have no idea where we're going to be. I think it's going to be a good ticket, but not exactly sure. Well, we start heading down. We oh, start going down. Not up. Not to the second level up. We're going down. Yeah, I don't do that. We're going <laughs> Me either, but you know, there's always a first for everything. So we're going down. Going down. We're moving a little bit to the right. So it's not the 30-yard line. What, what, are, is this the 35? No. The 40-yard line, eight row. Eighth row. We oh. are down there. But, we, yeah, you know, we're, we're happy as hell. And then I'm looking around, and there is not one red hat nor red jersey no. surrounded by Notre Dame people. Hostile territory. Very hostile. And, Hank, believe this if you will, because this is the honest truth. We were as kind. We did not want to jackass it. We're going to go in there. We're going to be friendly because we're in enemy territory. Sure. Let's be friendly. We're not trying to be mean to anybody. So as kind as we can, excuse me, we're right there. Excuse me. Right. We get to our spot. They are just looking at us. You know. They know your visitors. Exactly. You can feel the hatred brewing. Well, there's this one, this one kid. You see how angry my face is right here. He's about a buck oh eight. The geekiest looking dude that you've ever seen in the world. Twelve years old. He's no, he's in college. Right? Okay. He's in college, but he's just a. Anyway, he's got two beautiful girls on his hip though, and so he starts making these comments like, red, just like saying that like right. we don't deserve to be in their stadium because we're from the south." Those kind of things. Right. And he said it for a while, and I kept hitting my buddy because my buddy likes to fight, and I'm like, "Don't do it." We just got here. The game had started. Don't do it. And so he's biting his tongue, my buddy, and. So when the first quarter starts, State gets up early 7-0. And, you know, we're 
cheering a little bit, and then the guy said some other stuff that I don't necessarily hear, but my dude heard. So he stands up and looks at the guy, and my buddy just leaves. He left for the rest of the first half. So I found him at the you know at the halftime, and I was right. like, "Are you all right?" He's like, "Dude, if I stayed there one more second, I was just going to destroy this guy." And I can't do that, you right. know. I'm a grown man. Sure, you know, I can't hit a college kid, but that's how rude. Would you let me ask you that quick? Would you ever treat somebody like that just because they're from another school? No, they don't know anything about us, and they're saying that we don't can't even read. They were like, "Can y'all read the scoreboard?" Yeah. You know, just being ridiculous, being so ridiculous. And you know the okay. So there's there's you know a double edged sword to this too because if state comes out and beats their teeth in, right? Then he looks really dumb. Yes, right. So show a little class, please, just a tad bit of class. Yes. And let it be a a, a comfortable game because that's the other thing is you guys have made a weekend out of right. This. Let it be a comfortable game to to not have your boy come down there and watch it is ridiculous. It stinks. Yes, and so I found because he wasn't going to come back in the game because he knew he was going to get in a fight. He's just a hothead, and I said, "Dude, you just got to ignore them." We. Look at what is – look, this is Notre Dame. We have come from a long way away to be here. Right. Don't let this one dude screw up everything. And by the way, we're losing by 20. Yeah. <laughs> well, at this time, it was only 21-14. We were in the ball game. Okay. We were in the ball game. And I was like, come on, man. So he did – actually, we put him down at the end of the row where that other dude wasn't – so the annoying guy wasn't right in his ear. Right. And then we sat there and we got through it. And we took our beating because we got beat. Yeah, you down. got beat. 35-14. But we didn't leave. We stayed right there. We stayed right there in the heart of it. They, it of course, at the end of the game when they're up three touchdowns, they were as kind as, as can kind be. as they could be. You know, sure. so so kind. Sure, but anyway, and I'm sh- I'm sure all Notre Dame fans aren't like that. We might have just been in a real bad bunch because yep. it wasn't comfortable at all. But anyway, we get through that, hit the town running. We went to uh, got back on the bus, went to the first ever Chicago deep dish pizza joint in Chicago. I'm not a fan of deep dish pizza. I just discovered that while I was there. It's very thick and it's very bready. I like thin, lots of sauce and cheese. Theirs was all bread. Do you know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about deep dish, right? Thus the deep dish. Yes, okay? I know. Listen, I, listen I, I can't even fa- fathom having to explain this to an individual, <laughs> but you cannot have thin crust in a four-inch pan with nothing but sauce and cheese. Now, I know you don't eat a lot, and if you look at me, you can tell I've never missed a meal. But the idea that you walk into a deep-dish pizza place and learn that you don't like it is ridiculous to me, all right? You don't deserve to have that pizza. That may, that angers me right now. Well, you know, you have to imagine the state we're in, too. We've been at... On that bus from 8, it's 10 o'clock p.m. right now. We have done a lot of drinking and hanging out. So when I walk, I'm, how can I say, I did really, only ate one, like, bite. And I said, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And all the people around me were like, what is wrong with this dude? So anyway. Hand me a Triscuit. Exactly. But it just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't taste like the way I thought it should taste. It might have just hit me on a bad day. I don't know. It might be wonderful pizza, but let me stick with the the Pizza Hut. See this 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 is this is angering me now yes, that you would I, even I, bring this I can, up. I can see how you should not have brought that up because fired up it's some of the best pizza in the world. It, you know, deep dish is it, it's just a different type of pizza. I yeah. can't. Yeah, and it's very good. It's delicious. Yeah. I like all pizza. Okay, <laughs> for you to it's probably my favorite food. 
<laughs> I am just angered by this, but we are not going to spend much time yes. on it. Well, let's move past the deep dish. Sunday, we go to bed kind of at a decent hour Saturday night, maybe around 1. Wake up. We don't have to check out till 2. Found a sports bar. Ate some wings. The best wings in Chicago is what the set on the door. Pretty dang good. Watched a little bit of football. Caught our flight at 6. I pulled into Hickory into my house at 11.45 p.m. And I'm here today, Hank. I'm here today. Here today. Well, it's glad to have you back. Glad to be here. It's Hank. glad to have you back. Um, one of the things while, while we're sitting here talking about it, you talked about Sunday watching some games. Yeah. Let's talk about what happened in your leagues. Like, you're in 45 of them. Yes. So, what was your record? 0-4. Oh 0-4. Four. Oh four. Tough, tough week. See, usually, I, you know why I knew that? Because usually when you're like, episode 8, volume 6, fantasy formula guys coming in hot 4-0. That's why I knew that yeah. you probably didn't do that well because you've been week. hiding it. Tough week. You've been hiding it. So zero and four. Okay, yeah. I went one and zero. Did you? I did, oh, and I probably not probably. I got. We get paid for the team that has the highest point total mm-hmm. for the year. Yes. And right now, I grabbed it. Wow. One eighty one. Who contributed from your team to this fine score? Russell. Oh gosh, he went ape. He went crazy. He, he was went, awesome. He went bananas. He was pretty good. And like people like Devonta Freeman did not. Yeah. But um, Ingram had a good game. Um, my kicker had twenty one from <sighs> Kansas City. Pretty good. Um, the Eagles scored like twenty. Uh, everybody contributed. Hopkins. Oh, he had two hundred plus yards. Yep. Yeah, it so was, it all came together. It for all you. came together. Yeah, it all came together. So I was glad to do that. But if we're going to talk about fantasy, we're going to talk a little bit about it. Um, can I bring up just our our gambling from last week? Like, sure. Okay. Can, Ooh, I, can yeah, I bring actually, that up? I don't, yeah. So I, I had to go listen to it because I didn't write it down. Okay. So I listened to the fantasy formula again, like I normally do, to sure. criticize what I say and how I say it. Sure. But I looked at our pathetic. Was it bad? We we tied. Four, eight, and one. Oh, my God. We lost. That's bad. horrendous. Yeah, it's bad. But you know what? We're going to hold ourselves accountable. Sure. Accountable. No. Our sponsors demand that we do that at the Sock Factory. <laughs> yes. They said they want numbers. Sure. So I am going to – we're four, eight, and one, which, you know, tying is – that. that's not good. Yeah. But I will go and say that I said NC State was a terrible bet. <laughs> And you said it was the lock, lock of, the, of century. the century and to put the mortgage on it. So I apologize for those individuals oh, that are having to move God. out of their home Nobody right now. Nobody listens do, to me anyway. I do they are not a good real that. estate agent. The other thing is, is I, I, so at that point, I'm 5-8-1, and, okay. and you're 4-9-1. And, one. and then the baseball, you said that Kershaw was going to have a terrible game and that yes, yes, right, that's that they right. were going to lose. Yes. and But – they ended up winning on that Tuesday. Oh, okay. That was the Tuesday. I thought you meant this last game. But no. yes, you're, you're right. No, you're no, right. no. Yes. So, and I said they were going to win. So I'm really six, <laughs> eight, and one. Whatever, whatever and you want to say. Four, ten, and However one. However, way you want to spin it, Hank, if it makes you feel better that you can keep reaching for these, for these little things, you go ahead and do what you've got to do. But I do want to get the sponsors' picks for next week, okay? So, because we don't have them. They were supposed to do this with us. I'll work on it. Thank you very much. Hank, you know, in fantasy football, today, yesterday and today was a pretty damn big day it was the trade deadline which is actually i think it may have just ended or it's ending very very soon well some big big news on the running back front jay ajayi gets traded from the miami dolphins which that was miami dolphins really one of their best weapons i would say jarvis landry jay ajayi and Devontae parker that's their best things going well they trade jay ajayi to philly 
for a fourth round pick. Right. What what would be the thinking here? I don't know. I mean, you know, they they don't have a, any other options. You know, I mean, the Miami doesn't. So, yes. I mean, if they had two backs that were really pretty similar, but Jay Ajayi was their running game. And, dude, Miami's record, they're actually above 500. It's not like they're one and eight. Right. You know, they are four and three or something. They are coming off a 40-to-zip performance, and I did hear Jay Ajayi was kind of in the doghouse with his coach. But does that mean you trade him for a fourth-round pick? I don't know. The, the, the thought behind that is kind of baffling to me. But what do you like about Philadelphia now having Jay Ajayi and LeGarrette Blunt in the backfield at the same time? Nothing. Oh, really? I, no, I mean, I, I, I got to tell you that, you know, they were kind of confused on who they were using before, That's and true. I don't know That's if true. A, Jay Ajayi is a – Upgrade, upgrade. It's true. So yeah. now they're going to have three running backs to choose from. And you know when you get a – it takes a back a little bit of time. You get him six carries, he really doesn't feel it. You get him in that you 12 to 15, him, yeah. and they gotta start getting more. a little bit more comfortable. So it may backfire on unless they're getting – you know, they might cut Smallwood out. Yeah. Completely. And who knows? It just seems like a very odd, odd kind of trade. Other stuff that went on, I saw that Seattle Seahawks gained a big offensive lineman from the Texans. Uh, and actually, they had – let me find out this gentleman's name. And they actually had to give up a second-round pick and and a fifth-rounder from last year. So Seattle knows their weaknesses. They know that Russell Wilson has been running for his life Dwayne Brown, that's the gentleman's name, and actually was a pretty good offensive line, lineman for the Texans. He will now be a member of the Seattle Seahawks, which with that offensive lineman there, I now think Seattle Seahawks is the team to beat in the NFC above the Eagles. Wow. I do. I think. Let's see. They always seem to play better as the year goes, and that all Russell Wilson needed was a little help, just a little bit of help. Anything else shining out to you trade-wise, Hank? Oh, uh, go ahead. Injury-wise. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Zach Miller. Oh. Did you – yesterday they talked about they were having to have surgery to save his leg from amputation. Yes. I saw a picture of it today. I didn't even mean to look at it. So it did, didn't look bad on the play. You Because on the play you could – he was – the ball was coming over here. They had a camera angle where it showed him straight with his knee – like was straight and his knee went out like this, yeah. you know, like forward, like a cricket. Yes. Uh. Oh. Mm. So anyway, it dislocated his kneecap. It yep. tore some blood vessel in his knee. Yeah, that's almost. I mean, almost had to have it amputated to go from a, a you know a top tier tight end. Yes. To maybe not being I, able to have your leg. Not even, oh what an God. injury! Oh my gosh! But hopefully they're saying everything is okay. Yep. I don't know. I'm hopefully he'll be able to play again. Shit. I, hopefully he'll just be able to walk again. So uh, we wish him the best. And the other big trade I was talking about is Jimmy Garofalo. Did you hear? Oh, yeah. He He's got traded San Francisco. San Francisco for a second-round pick, which think about this now. This is a little odd. So Jacoby Brissett was Tom Brady's third-string quarterback. Now Garofalo was the second string. Tom Brady has nobody behind him. This is it. They just traded the dude behind him. What are they going to do? I guess they're just so confident that Tom Brady is Superman and won't get hurt. That's risky business to but me. What, buddy. Isn't Hogan or one of those guys a quarterback? Aren't one of their receivers? I, I mean, Julian remember. Edelman used to be, but he's out for the year. I mean, he's not a pro quarterback. He was no, a quarterback. But you like know? serviceable to you get somebody there, but you can't. I mean, you can't empty up the cupboard. No. I, so they must have a plan too. That what their plan is is not very clear. So anyway, Garofalo now a San Francisco 49er, can only help them. I mean, supposedly they're very high on Garofalo. So and, and uh, uh, 
Kaepernick's attorney is saying that he will be signed in the next 10 days. Is that right? Yep. They say he will be signed in the next 10 days. Now, I don't know what that is from, but he is very confident in his client being signed. Where would you guess if we were to wager a guess? Miami? Maybe. Yes. I mean, that would that makes a little bit of sense. Flacco's got a concussion in Baltimore, but Baltimore had every chance in the world to sign him before the season. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, they, they didn't. won't. They, they won't because it'll have egg on their face and they'll look like a fool. True. Um, what other quarterback? Uh, anyway, I, Miami's probably the best case scenario right there. So, yeah, you're probably right about that. Um, all right, anything else injury-wise before we move on to what happened last week? Oh, Hank, maybe we'll save this for after the – um, after we talk about fantasy football, but you know the World Series game. Is, let's talk about this real quick while it's fresh in my mind because I just saw something. Game six, mm-hmm. you saw what happened on Did Sunday. Did you watch the game five? I got to my house and the game was tied at seven, and I kept falling in and out of consciousness. And then I woke up when that last run hit the plate in the tenth. I guess it was. It was. It was probably one of the most amazing games. Game two was amazing. Yes. Game five. Just goes to show. Now, the the big controversy is 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 the ball juiced, okay? Right. Because the in game five they had like thirteen runs and eleven of them were caused via the home run. Wow! Right. So I mean, like man on base, he comes in, whatever. But it was something obscene again in mm-hmm. that one. So you know, the idea that they're hitting these balls and they're if you look at the game, all these guys are doing are hitting doubles and home runs, and Josh Donaldson who's a third baseman for Toronto, actually said it. He said, I don't get paid for singles. I get paid for doubles and home runs. So they are trying to mm-hmm. just jack it. And when you say a ball is juiced, so is it the makeup of the ball looks different? It's slicker? What, what does that mean? Oh, it's just the like how the it's construction set. of the okay. ball. The yeah. construction of the ball. And, you know, they do it like, you know, they, they try to mess around with bats. They try to mess around with balls. They try to make it so there's – not an advantage or an advantage. And in years past, they've done it to make the game more interesting. Got it. You know, it's just have players hit 30, 40, 50 home runs. Um, but it got kind of skewed with, was it juiced or was it steroids, steroids or what it was? So the reality is, is people think that it's, I saw a quote today from uh, actually some, one of the players saying 10,000% the ball is juiced. Yeah. I've heard the same thing. And tell me this, I heard this as well. You being a, a baseball player and such. So, they said that the baseball may even be slicker or smoother, which gives the pitchers a harder time to throw a slider. Right. Does, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the break on the ball is less. Yes. You know, because it's all about friction. Got it. And if you pick up a little league ball, the the laces on the baseball are raised up. So, like, if a major league threw it, he would blister up his hand. It's awful because he's not used to it. Yeah. But it gains little guys the ability to actually make it move. Make it move. Yeah. yeah. If you touch a major league baseball it's very little friction points to it hmm. and so that's why you'll see them you know grab their forearm for uh uh sweat, sweat. and they'll try to rub it down but every ball that touches the ground they're getting a new ball because they want they don't want that pitcher to have a scrape a some sort of cut in the ball to be right. able to change it but you'll see you do see it because the pitchers that rely on break they're not always getting what they're wanting you know wanting out of the ball well, let's take what we've just learned here into the case of this evening. Verlander is pitching against the Hill guy, right? Right. Hill's a curveball thrower. Verlander, doesn't he throw sliders? He throws hard and hard, sliders. Hard, yes. I mean, he, he was, you know, he can throw 97, 98, right. but he throws 
Sliders as well. Yeah. So knowing this information about the ball, maybe it's a little slick or whatever. Who do you give the advantage to tonight in L.A.'s park? And they've got to win. Verlander. Do you really? I do because Verlander – see, Hill is – if you know that somebody's only success is – now, all of them throw hard. All of them do. Um, Hill may throw 91, 92, I think, and then his curveball is like high 70, 78, something like that. Verlander can hit 98. Now, stepping up from 92 to 95 to 98 is astronomical Huge, yeah. as a hitter. And so to have the fear that he's going to throw 96, 97 past you mm-hmm. um, and then go to a 74-mile-an-hour curveball, it's that's going to be, I, I feel, more of a, a friction you know, a, a point of concern for the hitter. So I like Verlander. He pitched well in his last game. He did. And so, I, you know, to tell you the truth, I think, you know, they, they are hoping for a game seven. I think it ends tonight. Wow. Because, you know, I've mentioned a couple weeks ago that I'd sprinkled a little bit on the Astros. Do you remember? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a long shot. So obviously I'm rooting for them tonight. But I have this feeling that the Dodgers will figure out a way to get to them and it's going to go seven, and that game seven will be phenomenal. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Astros, but that's what I, I think. Hopefully. And, you know, baseball always is dictated by pitching. Yes. Pitching wins championships. But with the ball being the way it is, slicker, mm-hmm. juice, hitters are making the difference in the game. And when you have, you know, in this last game, there were, I want to say, seven, eight home runs. Yeah. Right? Seven, yeah. eight home runs or so. That's ridiculous. Right ridiculous they're saying this might be the best world series of all time i mean i'm not a big baseball dude i remember a couple good last year was a good world series right yeah, last year was, was a great one good. i mean you putting this one up like with that all the fireworks we've seen so far the games the games going back and forth and back and forth and yeah. back and forth that's what makes it exciting sure and there i i cannot remember a game as good as the one this past Someday. one yeah. because i mean it was literally like you give kershaw a four-run lead they said a hundred time, a hundred to one. Wow, That's what he's, he's going to lose. He's, no, no, no. He's won a hundred opposed to one. If you give him a four, he's only lost one game when he has four. Wow. So it's a done deal. Kenley Jensen comes in their closer with a one run lead. It's a done deal. Right. He's lost two. I mean, mm. to see it go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, amazing. So, you know, before we move off the baseball, you told me that I would love the Altuve guy, right? Holy, come on, this dude's awesome. He's the man. It is unbelievable. It seems like he is like a spark that gives everybody else energy and they feed off it. But what's, I like them all, to be honest. I like all these young dudes. But like, like I was saying, none of them are household names. Right. Springer, Korea. Yeah. Um, none of them are, you know, Evan Gaddis. Nobody knows them. And that's yeah. why you root for them. Yeah. And they're dirtbags. Yes, they are. You know the, the catcher, McCann? Is that yeah. his name? Brian McCann. Do you like him? Yeah, he's from Atlanta. He played at Atlanta a long time. Dude, I listened to him just talking about his pitchers and the team. I, I just, I'm falling in love with this Houston team. They are, yeah. they are something special. So I, hopefully they get it done tonight. So anyway, we'll be watching this on Halloween evening. Um, good luck to the Houston Astros. And if it goes seven, hey, we got one more game of baseball. It'll be fun to watch. All right, Hank, let's dive into the Fantasy 45, fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. We will start with the Thursday night game, Hank Rooney, and it is, let's find it real quick, it is the Buffalo Bills against the New York Jets. Recently, I've seen that Buffalo Bills, that ESPN does a top 10 NFL team, they're ranked currently number five overall. The Buffalo Bills are who we were joking on early this year, how they might not win three games with their, I think they're maybe five and two. Buffalo at New York Jets. The Jets are a three-point dog total, 43 at home. I, I got to tell you, 
the Bills have played better than I would have ever have thought. Yes. And we talked about that because we expected them. Who did they play this week? They, uh, not Atlanta. They played uh, not New Orleans. I find it they play. Um, Keep talking. I mean, they are, they're, when they're at home, they're almost unbeatable. Like yes, 4-0 at home. Phenomenal at home. Right? So the Jets haven't proven to me that they're going to be able to beat a good team. And so I'm going to take the Bills in this game because the Jet, I, I feel like the Jets aren't a good enough team to beat somebody that's playing well. Yes, the Bills beat the Raiders and whooped them 34-14. Remember right. that? I mean, they whooped them good. So, yeah, Bills are 5-2. and two. They are hot right now. LaShawn McCoy still getting it done. You know, I think he had 151 yards and a touchdown last week. The dude's fantasy gold. Um, I'm going to go with you here on the Bills, too. Can't trust the Jets. Let's go. Buffalo Bills minus the three. Um, and I will lean a little to the under 42. Next up, Denver, 1 o'clock game. Denver at Philadelphia, the hottest team in the league. Philadelphia, one of the coldest teams in the league. Denver, Trevor Simeon as your quarterback one. Seems to not know what the hell he's doing back there. He looked lost yesterday. And, you know, John Elway is a hero in Denver, right? An absolute hero. Put on a pedestal. Well, Denver fans are starting to get a little pissed off at Mr. Elway that they they didn't do anything to solve Denver's quarterback problem before now because their defense is the I'd say this top two in the entire NFL right but their quarterbacks make you know keeping them on the field the entire day and so it, it's it they're suffering Denver eight point dog 44 and a half on the road I still think Philadelphia is going to win that game Denver Simeon has lost trust from everybody on the field did you see the receivers yes they were dropping balls yeah. I mean, they weren't. Nobody was helping anybody out right. there. Their offense just was awful. He'd make a terrible throw, and then he'd put a a ball right on the money, and it was like surprising sure. to the receivers. Sure. So Anderson had a couple of good runs. I mean, I, I feel like their running game isn't keeping him from being able to throw the ball, but I just don't see them getting it together against Philadelphia, who's playing well. Playing great. What was Anderson's line? While I look up something else too. So. To you guys, you fantasy fanatics out there, Emmanuel Sanders was – it was kind of like Trevor Simeon's Antonio Brown. You know, like he could count on Emmanuel Sanders to be there. Emmanuel Sanders make a play for him. Emmanuel Sanders has been out for the last two to three weeks, and you can see this Denver team kind of following that direction. Look to see if maybe Sanders is able to come back next or the following week because they really need him badly. What was C.J. Anderson's numbers? 15 carries, 78 yards. You know, that's RB2 numbers. So give him give him more dose of C.J. Anderson, and those receivers not, might need to start doing some more work for Mr. Simeon. We're going to take Philadelphia minus the eight, and I'm going to lean under the total 43.5. Next up, L.A. Rams, New York Giants. The Rams doing well, coming off a bye, as are the Giants. Both teams coming off a bye. Now, the Giants, obviously, they're having – Terrible luck with their wide receivers. Really don't have anybody for Eli to throw to. And the Rams, golf is proving that he was worth the number one pick. Currently, Las Vegas, Los Angeles Rams, minus three and a half, total 42, Hank. New York doesn't have any weapons, you know? And if Eli Manning can't do it by himself, I'm just kind of at a loss for what kind of talent they have. They've lost all the receiving the receivers. You'd like, but the problem with the Giants is sometimes they just put it together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is going to be the time they put it together. And they're going to beat a good team every once in a while. And I'm going to take the Giants versus the Rams. One interesting thing. you know, How many points was it? Three and a half. So the Giants did put it together. 
against Denver. Remember a couple weeks ago where Denver was like a 17-point dog or 14-point dog and the Giants beat them outright. But now we realize how terrible Denver is. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's where I'm going to go the opposite direction. I think the L.A. Rams actually are a good ball team this year. Their defense is great. They've got a running attack with Todd Gurley. Seems like they have some weapons on the outside for Jared Goff to throw to. I like the Rams, not in a blowout, but about by seven. So let's go Rams minus the three and a half, under 42. Next up, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans, you know, having a good year, Hank. Leading their division in the South, possibly maybe tied with the Panthers at uh, five and two. Five and two. Um, Tampa Bay, on the other hand, has got all kinds of problems. Their defense ranks the last in the NFL. Jameis Winston has a shoulder injury. People, Mike Evans isn't getting the ball enough. Deshaun Jackson's hollering that he's not getting the ball enough. What something's got to give in Tampa Bay? New Orleans is a seven-point favorite with their defense playing very well as well. Who do you like in this ball game? Well, you can see him kind of coming apart at the seams. The Buccaneers were, and I, I thought Jameis Winston would be the guy that would be able to hold all these. They got alpha males, yes, you know, yes. yelling about it right now. And uh, I don't think that uh, the uh, Saints are going to have that problem with them. So I like New Orleans in this game. I like New Orleans a lot too. Here, Hank, put me down for minus seven. Now, but keep your keep your eye on Winston. He's got this shoulder thing that. I, I think he'll be able to play, but obviously their offense is a shell of themselves without a 100% Jameis Winston. I really would lean to the under in this game, Hank, and I'm going to look at this under real quick one more time. We've got it under 50. I could see New Orleans winning this game in a 28-7 to kind of matchup. So actually put a little bit of star power behind that New Orleans under 50. Um, running back-wise, Kamara starting to get some, getting some run, but Ingram had a good, good week last Ingram, week too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's kind of a two-headed monster there, and Drew Brees didn't put up phenomenal like fantasy numbers that we're accustomed to, but they're solid. You know, right. two ninety-nine and two touchdowns, or three hundred eight and two touchdowns. So it's solid. Shoot, they're winning, and I guess that's really all that matters to the New Orleans Saints. That's right. Next up, Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Jacksonville coming off the bye, and Leonard Fournette probable. Finally, he's been out for two weeks. Now he's probable to come back and and uh, do some damage. Cincinnati Bengals. Last week, were they what they do? They did something because Andy Dalton twenty four to twenty three against yeah the Colts. the Colts bingo exactly Andy Dalton two touchdowns two forty three and I think Joe Mixon actually had a pretty day pretty good day receiving. You see anything about him right there? Who'd you say Mixon? Joe Mixon. Yeah. So Mixon, it was the first time that you actually kind of had it right because of his receiving yes. because his rushing sucked yes he caught 91 three receptions for 91 rushed 11 times for 18 i see just out of curiosity the next highest rusher for cincinnati how many carries did he get was it geo or was it hill uh it was hill had four okay so again they're giving mixing the ball they're trying to give him the opportunity to be the star that I thought he would be at the beginning. Be the, of the star. Year. Be the star. I think their offensive line might really suck. But anyway, Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Jacksonville playing well. They're a four point favorite at home against these Bengals, 39 and a half. I like Jacksonville. I feel like they're going to. Cincinnati isn't as good. I mean, they, they beat uh, the Colts by one. So, you know, I mean, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, you're not playing a powerhouse team. I don't think Cincinnati has it together. 
think Jacksonville rolls. I'll go against you, but I kind of like your reasoning a little bit better. Cincinnati is not a good team. The thing that the re- reason I'm going against you, Hank, is I don't know if Jacksonville is a good team yet. You know what I'm saying? Like they've done the things they need to do to win a few games. I just don't know if they're ready to take the next step. You go in Jacksonville. I'm going Cincinnati plus the four. Next up, this is the game that everybody down here in the South has been waiting to see. It's a big rivalry here in uh, Hickory in the Charlotte area. Atlanta gets the win last week against the Jets. They're supposed to beat the Jets, right? right. They're not supposed to lose to them. Everybody beats the Jets. Yes, Carolina coming off a big win against Tampa Bay, which, to be quite honest, I thought Tampa Bay would win that game outright, but Carolina dominated them. Big rivalry. Can Carolina get back on the right track or stay on the right track? Carolina minus the two. Total 43-and-a-half at home in Charlotte. You know, last week I thought Carolina was not going to play this well, but Keekley proved that that defense – Man, they're different when he's there. They are, and he's going to be there this week, so I'm going to go with the Panthers. I like that too. Do you have any info on Cam? I just want – just curious about Cam's kind of – his stats from last week. Did he – I know the defense won the game for the Panthers, but what did he do? 151, one touchdown, one interception. Any offensive, you know, anything wonderful? He rushed for 44 yards. How about McCaffrey? How'd he do offensively? Four attempts, three yards rushing. He was the leading receiver with 49 yards. You see what I'm saying? That offense, gross. they still do not have it together. This Atlanta game worries me a little bit if you're a Panther fan. They are coming down here. I do like your thought about Keekley when Keekley's in there. Man, that defense is top three in the NFL, but I really believe Atlanta can score. You don't have to score a lot when they don't score any. You know what I'm saying? Like, score 20. You win the game 20-17. You know? I'm going to lean to Atlanta. I mean, Carolina is at home, but I'm going to lean to Atlanta. Give me Atlanta plus the two. Under the 43 and a half. Next up, Indianapolis at Houston. Guys, we found a fantasy gem, a diamond in the rough in this Deshaun Watson. This guy, is he's thrown more touchdowns in his rookie year, I think, than they said than any other rookie in previous years. The guy is uh, – give me some stats from last week, Hank. 402, four touchdowns, three interceptions. Mm, those three interceptions are hurt, but good gosh, 402 and four touchdowns. He rushed for 67, too. And he rushed for 67. The week before he threw for four touchdowns, the week before he threw for three, and the first week he threw for four. So, anyway, the dude is just putting up unbelievable numbers. I've heard this, Hank. If you've, did you draft Andrew Luck? No. Okay. Well, a lot of people drafted Andrew Luck hoping he would come back week eight-ish. Well, we are in week eight-ish. Is this week? No, it's coming into week nine. This is week nine. Andrew Luck still not practicing. Still with soreness in his elbow. He's not playing. There's no way he's coming in, right? No way. So Jacoby Brissett going to have to hold it down. Luck is not playing. So if you've got Luck on your fantasy team, Scott. Drop him. You've been holding him. It's time. Let him go. Pick up somebody else that you can actually use because you have some buys still open here. Let's get rid of luck. Let's move forward. Sometimes you just got to, you just got to cut ties, Hank. Tough you got to cut ties. Houston numbers thirteen. Thirteen. Total forty nine. Like I still like Houston minus thirteen. Yeah. I, the receivers are playing well. I mean, that Fuller kid had two touchdowns. He was at one twenty five and two touchdowns. And DeAndre. Yeah, and don't even talk about DeAndre. DeAndre. Yeah. He was, you know, two twenty four with a touchdown. Curiosity. Give me a run. What did Lamar Miller do? I'm curious if they're running the ball too, because Deshaun Watson, you said at sixty seven yards. He rushing. had a touchdown. I know because I mean I know that they threw him one. So okay. one of Watson's touch Miller rushed. 21 times. Good night. For 54 yards with a touchdown. Right. And then he uh, had 19 yards receiving with a touchdown. With a touchdown. Hmm. 
Anyway, yeah, how can you go against this Houston offense right now? They're put up phenomenal numbers. Hey, I'm with you, man. Give me Houston minus the 13. Shoot, I'll lean over 49 as well. Just think if Houston's defense still had J.J. Watt and Mercurialis or whatever his name, Merciless, on the opposite side. Good gosh. This would be a powerhouse. Because Clowney's playing. Yes, I mean, he's he's playing playing well. Absolutely. Fun to watch this Houston team. That that game, Seattle versus Houston last week, was probably the most – we got to watch a little bit of it. I heard it was the most fun game so far this NFL season because this NFL season has sucked, dude. Not good. You know what I'm saying? It's not been that interesting. Right. I, I don't. I, hopefully it'll kick into gear, but so far, you know, it hadn't been that exciting. Next up, 1 o'clock game, Baltimore at Tennessee. They have a number on this that it's kind of – Went off the table or off the board for a little bit because of Flacco's injury, but I read today that Flacco will play. So Baltimore on the road. Tennessee is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite, total 43. Last week, I think Tennessee may have been on a bye. They were. Baltimore beat the Dolphins 40 to nothing, which how do they score 40 on anybody? Just shows you the kind of state of affairs that Miami's got on the defensive side. And that hit was nasty. That flat oh, took. Oh, yes. Did you see him yes. like when he came up and started like pointing to his ear? Yes. Like, I mean, he didn't know where he was. <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to say something. You're at a show here. Yeah, I was going to say something about Flacco, but I can't remember now. Tennessee, minus five and a half total four. I'm going to take Tennessee. They've got the week off, the yeah. game plan. I don't think Baltimore's that good. Tennessee, I'm going to take Tennessee. Five and a half? Five and a half. Yep. Fantasy-wise here, DeMarco Murray or Derrick Henry. Have you heard anything more about one of them getting more carries than the other is still going to continue what they're doing. I think they're going to continue to do what they're doing. And Mariota, not 100% healthy, but he will play. When Mariota plays, that makes Delaney Walker more attractive. It makes the wide receivers more attractive. So, you know, you can – against Baltimore's defense, who's not very good, you could start a Mariota if you had one of your main quarterbacks on the bench. No problem. Let's go Tennessee minus the five and a half. Next up, Arizona at San Francisco. This is a 4 o'clock game coming to you live from CBS. San Francisco, who is still winless. Now, Jimmy Garofalo, who is now a 49er, will he start? Is he going to start? Do they throw him in? I'm looking at my board right here. It says it's doubtful to play. But what the hell? Just put him in. Who cares? Y'all suck anyway. Y'all need a spark. You need to win a game. You're playing against an Arizona defense who's not very good either their team stinks without Carson Palmer he's out for the year give it a shot give it a shot yeah San Francisco is a two-point dog at home total 39 I'm not taking the home dog <laughs> I don't care last week it got burned I'm taking I'm taking the Cardinals take the Cardinals give me the home dog baby home dog whoa whoa that's plus two right Taking the home dog plus two. Yes, thank you very right. much. Next up, four o'clock. This might be an okay game. Washington Redskins, they've lost two out of the last three. They're kind of reeling, but Seattle's finally kicked it into gear a notch. Seattle with that new offensive lineman, Dwayne Brown. Look for them to try to establish the run. Hank, now they've got Thomas Rawls, they've got Eddie Lacy, they got CJ Proseice. Do you trust any of these guys? I mean, they've done nothing all year. Do you trust any of them in this game against a Washington front? Line that's okay, your defensive line that's okay. Do you put any of these guys in? No. You don't gamble. No. Don't, you, I I, you, if you're going to play anybody at Seattle, you play Russell Wilson. Yes. For sure. Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. Jimmy Graham. For sure. Yeah. Jimmy Graham. For yeah. sure. Yep. And then let's watch and see what the running backs do this week. And maybe next week, because they're all probably sitting on a waiver wire because they've been cut by now, you could pick up one that seems to maybe get the uh, nod there. Let's go. 
Seattle was a minus eight, Hank 45. Minus eight it is. Give it to me too, baby. Minus eight, Seattle Seahawks. 425 kick. This is a Fox TV game, and this is actually supposed to be the big game of the Sunday. Kansas City traveling to the Big D, Dallas. Now, you've heard what happened today, Hank. Have you heard about Zeke? Oh, yes. yeah. So now the suspension is back on. How how many times can you put a suspension on and off and appeal it or blah, blah? How many times? Is there a... A record that just stops at five, stops know. at thirteen. I'm sure. I'm sure that they're going to test the limits of it, though. So they pulled the game off the board. They had a, a they had a lineup before uh, the Ezekiel Elliott thing came down. So it started as a pick, Kansas City on the road at Dallas. Now with da- Ezekiel Elliott maybe not playing, this going up to minus one Kansas City. Not a, not a big move. Ezekiel Elliott playing pretty good these last couple of days, couple of games. What do you feel might happen in this ball game if Zeke with or without him? If Zeke doesn't play, I think that Kansas City wins. Me I too. mean, I th- they're playing just too well. Alex Smith is—I mean, he is—he's an MVP a candidate right now. Different quarterback right now. Yeah. So I, I definitely take Kansas City. Yeah. Minus the one. If Zeke does play, does it change your tune on how that game will go? Uh, not with my if it's a pick em, no yeah no. give me a little stat if you don't mind on Dak Prescott so a lot of people have Dak on their fantasy teams I have him in two leagues last week he disappointed uh granted they did go up against uh who did Dallas play they played Washington Washington and they 43 yards passing and they really didn't need him because they ran Zeke Zeke's ass off um, 50 with two you know what I mean so they really didn't need Dak against Kansas City I think they will need a little bit of Dak Prescott. So look for him to be a top five fantasy quarterback this week. Um, I do like Kansas City, though, too, Hank, so that put me down for them. 8.30 p.m. game, Oakland at Miami. It says Jay Cutler probable. They, they can't go back to Jay Cutler, can they? That means probably going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. But why would they go back to Jay Cutler? I know that Matt Moore – did just get beat 40 to zip, but golly. He, he played terrible, yeah, he too. Was, he looked just lost. It's like that whole team. You could tell by the first series Miami was going to get their doors blown off. I was like, these guys look like they don't even want to be here. Yeah. Right now, Oakland's a three-point favorite on the road at Miami, total 43 and a half. How can you, how can you not take Oakland? Yeah, how like, can you not? It feels like it's must. It, it feels like a must. I yeah. feel like Miami is going to get demoted to like D3 college ranks. Yeah. You know – I can't figure out Oakland. You know, you got Derek Carr. So Amari Cooper the week before goes for 200-plus and two touchdowns. Did you see what his line was? I think he caught three balls for 40 yards. I mean, it was something terrible. And then – No, he caught – who, Cooper? Yeah, Cooper. Cooper, uh, he caught five balls for 48 yards. You know, come on. He's Amari Cooper. Yeah. He's supposed to have 100 yards. And give me the rushing attack for Oakland last week. You know, I know that – Washington led yeah, the way. Led, yeah, Marshawn was out. He was suspended. What Washington have? Only 26. Yeah. But, he, I mean, he got – they only rushed the ball 14 times. Maybe it was just that Buffalo defense because we've talked about Buffalo plays really good D at home. But, anyway, I guess it's Miami offense or defense. They're not going to be much. had 49 attempts. 31, 49 attempts? 31 for 49 with 313. One touchdown, two interceptions. Wow. It's odd. It's very strange. Anyway, anyway, let's see if Oakland can pull it out at Miami. So that's the 8 o'clock game Sunday evening. And then we'll save a pretty big game for Monday night, 8.30, Monday night football, Detroit at Green Bay. Detroit just came off the loss against Pittsburgh. 
Dude, their coach made two really bad decisions. Should have kicked a field goal in two spots, and Detroit may have won that game. And on the other hand, we had Green Bay coming off a bye. Aaron Rodgers is still out. I wonder if uh, Kaepernick be a Green Bay fit. Be. You that know what be. I mean? Because uh, Rodgers is out basically for the year. You've got the Hundley guy who hasn't really proven much. If you look at the dynamic of the fan base, though, yeah, pretty blue collar fan base and you know it's owned by the town i don't i don't know if that's good or bad for kaepernick yeah i would probably say it wouldn't be a good fit right that's what i would that would be my guess there um i'm just looking uh, again over what about in arizona you know because palmer's gonna palmer's be leaving. gone and he's, oh. he's yeah he's out for the year he's yeah and he's gonna be leaving and he won't be back that could be a fit yeah. So the agent said in ten week or ten days we'll find out. In ten days he'll be signed in within ten days. Okay. So guys, you stay tuned. You know, check out your uh, weekly reports and see where Kaepernick might be. And if not, we'll tell you next week back here on the Fantasy Formula. But um, Hank. So that wraps up. Uh, did we make? We, we didn't make pick. a pick. We didn't Go make ahead. a pick. Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit. Woo. Yeah, I'm going to take Detroit. They're a, two, they're a two point favorite on the road at Green Bay, Lambeau. Give me Detroit too. I like I like how that sounds. We'll take Detroit minus the two at Green Bay. Total 43, I would lean under. All right, buddy, that wraps up our Fantasy 45, fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. Okay, we're good here. It's 4 o'clock, our Eastern time. Trick-or-treating, still about an hour and 55 minutes away, so we've got a little time. Anything you want to talk about before we get out of here today? We talked about our baseball. We talked about South Bend. Anything interesting? Uh, well, we uh, we finished our flag football season, oh, which is uh, we won uh, two games, so we are gross. Let's just say gross. Better than one game. Okay, we are gross. But um, we're getting into um, indoor soccer and basketball. Yes. Which your family does as well. Yeah. Which I'm um, looking forward to that. So just ramping up that that winter sports kind of uh, yeah. extravaganza. Um, I would like to uh, thank our sponsor, the Sock Factory. Please. Which, you know, we, we mentioned them before. And if they don't bring their picks in, they're scared to death of us. <laughs> yes. All right? So, you know, the Sock Factory – uh, it's a great uh, company here in North Carolina and Hickory since 1975. They've got three great lines, Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock. You can buy these socks at thesockfactory.com, and I encourage you to do so because they're really good quality. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you, Hank. So you had tryouts for your basketball team yesterday. Is that right? Indoor soccer. Basketball is next week. Okay. Basketball is next week. When, and let's just talk about I had my tryouts for my basketball uh, team yesterday. And um, what do you look for? You're in your tryouts. Because a bunch of people that are listening, they're probably coaches too. They're in their tryouts. Are you looking for a dribbler? Are you looking for speed? Are you looking for a big body? What do you typically look for? Athletic ability? Give me, give me the three things you look for. Okay, basketball. 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 Okay, the thing that I look for most, aggression. Okay. Okay? I want somebody that's not scared to – Re, like to be in the mix right because you're talking about seven eight nine year olds i want somebody that can bang around and yep. is not scared to do it yeah so that's number one not scared to do it speed is number two okay you can play defense you can yeah every kid's gonna mess up dribbling you you know the third thing that i look at is in the tryout does he pay attention okay. a little bit of attention skill is kind of secondary as far as i'm concerned there's only four or five kids out there that have the true whole, skill like the whole league out of 50 yes exactly. that have true skill right. okay and right. if you're in the top four picks then that's an easy one but the other ones aggression speed and 
Do they pay attention? Yep. So I agree with you with aggression, and I agree with you on the speed. I add two more. I like to see the drill where you've got a ball and you pass it. Just pass it. If they, whoa, that might go with aggressiveness. Do they, if they shy away right. from the ball, I, I, I put an X on. Right. I really do. I put an X because I want them to be not be scared of the ball. At least be put your hands up there and attempt to catch it. Don't just get away from it. Right. And a real big thing, Hank, and I hate to even say this, but this is reality. I'll notice the parents that are out there in the crowd during tryouts. If I see them yelling real loud at little Janie or Mr. Little Johnny, and I like parents that are cool, calm, and collected. I don't need some real big loud mouth out there hollering at me or hollering at the kids. So if I see Mr. Johnson is yelling at little Janie during the tryout, I will put a little a little star behind her name BND, just to remember. Yes, do not, do not draft. Do, do not draft. Exactly. I agree with you, man. You know what I mean? Because parents, can, they it's can a make shame a you got to do that these days. Yes, it can make, make your life a living hell as a coach for sure. If you've got to like think about it, if you got two, did you hear about this soccer game about the parents? Three people what? kicked out. Three parents kicked out, and a coach in a set. What was it? An eight, nine, ten year old game or something. So for the listeners, we had a friend who has uh, his daughters on a travel. Multiple friends, our daughters are on a travel soccer team, and in the midst of their game, uh, some of the parents for the other team thought the officiating was so terrible that they decided to tell that gentleman that, and they apparently ripped him to shreds. And in the result, what three parents were kicked out. And the coach. Oh, my god. We're gosh. talking about seven, eight, or what, like eight, nine, eight, nine ten? Eight, ten-year-old little girls. Little girls? Come on, man. Come on. God, we just, people got some problems. 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 Yeah, anyway, you know what? We don't have any problems Oops. with the fantasy formula. Candy's we, my problem can- tonight. <laughs> Candy's your problem. Candy's my problem, now, too, baby. Top so. three candy. Okay. Top three that you want tonight. If you if you okay because you know what's going to happen is your girls are going to go to sleep you're going to creep down to their (laughs) bags if they make the mistake of leaving them downstairs don't take them to the room they do they leave them downstairs and you you get to roll them back (laughs) roll it back and you had you have to pick three okay have to pick three if there's a sugar daddy in there see that's my sugar daddy sugar daddy even though it gets stuck on your teeth and you like it'll be there for like three days if I see a sugar daddy in there. I feel very, very happy. Song. I feel very fortunate. Song. How about you? That's that's my number one. Go ahead. Number, number one, you, you cannot go wrong with peanut butter and chocolate. Okay, you Reese's cups. Is that where we're going. Reese's pieces. Reese's Reese's pieces. Okay, yeah. more than a Reese's cup. Yeah, I love Reese's pieces. Okay. That's my number one. Yes. Twizzlers. I don't know what it is. It's one <laughs> molecule away from being plastic. I know, but I love a Twizzler. Okay. That's my worst. Yeah. I love a Twizzler. And number three, you know, I don't. Man, I. Tough. I don't know. Maybe a nerd. I don't yeah, know. Nerd, nerd's not bad. I would normally go Reese's Cup too after my sugar daddy, and then you know sometimes you got one. I bit of honey. Bit, oh, I love bit of honey. Yep. I'll go with bit of honey too. Hey, that's good. That'll be my third spot too. <laughs> so guys, good luck to all you trick or treaters out there. I hope you get every little piece of candy you imagine and desire, and we will see you next week. The fantasy formula. Till then, peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. 
Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.